blossom underneath the cloudless sky And I'm drinking at the fountain that never shall run dry Oh yes, I'm feasting on the manna from a bountiful supply Oh, I am dwelling now for Sounds from Beulah Land, sponsored by Beulah Land Baptist Church under the direction of Dr. Leroy Howe, Senior Pastor. The church is located quarter mile west of 59 on Highway 96 in Queen City, Texas. Here is Dr. Howe. Thank you, Michael. Good morning, radio friends. It's good to come to you again today by way of radio. Greetings from Sounds from Beulah Land a place where you can dwell and enjoy the blessings of the Lord all the time. Even though there's pain and sorrow, there's disappointment, there's still joy in knowing the Lord that He knows the way. We pray that you uh, pray for us today, that this program be a real blessing to you. Remember our services at our church. Uh, you come by and visit with us. We start Sunday school Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. We have our morning worship service at 10.45. Then Sunday night at 5 o'clock we have services. And then Wednesday night we have services at 7 o'clock. And then Thursday evening uh, at 7 o'clock here at Howesville Chapel we have Bible study and we invite you to any or all of these services. We certainly would count you a real blessing if you'd be in our services. You'd certainly be a blessing to us and we would pray it would be a blessing to you. Before we go into our service today and our message, we'd like to have a song uh, that will sort of uh, set the stage for the message today. So you listen as my wife sings this song that I believe will be a real blessing to your heart. upon me as I struggle alone they say I have nothing the Lord they are wrong cause in my heart there is rejoicing oh how I wish they could see how I thank you Lord for you a roof up above me, have a good place to sleep, there's food on my table, and cheers on my feet, oh you gave me your love Lord, and a fine family, how I thank you 
sure you can tell that wasn't my wife singing that song but that is the song that real sets the stage for us today that is our dear brother Terry LeMay who is a great soul a great singer and we appreciate him so much singing for us today it brings us to the thoughts that we wanted to talk about today and we believe will be a blessing to your heart we're coming now into the Thanksgiving season as we know it and next week will be festivity for a lot of folks, a lot of activities taking place, special Thanksgiving uh, festivity among folks. And I'd like to talk to you a little bit about that today. Finding book of Psalms, uh, we're going to look in 116th chapter and read verses 1, or verse 17 it is, and then we're going to look at Psalms 107 verse 1. Psalms 107 verse 1 says, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endureth forever. And then in Psalms 116 verse 17 says, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. I'd like to talk to you today about Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I realize that I'll not have time today to say very much compared to the goodness and the things that I have to be thankful for. But I'm going to do, by the, with the help of the Lord, to praise Him today, openly, publicly, and through the radio ways today. Thank God, first of all, for the station, for its owner, for the directors, and for the staff that uh, they have made it possible that we could reach out in Radio Land today. And we pray that God will take what we have to say and anoint it by His Spirit, and it be a blessing to those of the hearers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Not only in these verses we read to you, but also in verse 15 
of the book of 107 Psalms. It says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. In verse 22, he says, And let them, and let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 15, it says, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to the God continually, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. In the book of Psalms 100, verse 4, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. In the book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20 it says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord. Sacrifice of praise, not just of thanksgiving rather. Not just a thanksgiving, but a sacrifice of thanksgiving. It's a little bit different. Sacrifice is to surrender, that is to offer up anything given up for the sake of another, to present that which is sacrificed to the one to whom it is sacrificed to. You see, death comes to the sacrifier, which then produces life to him to whom his sacrifice has been given. And we find that there in the book of Psalms, the question is, and we asked ourselves the question, well, why give thanks? Well, it tells us we give thanks because he is good all the time. Sometimes we don't think so. Just like our parents, you know, we, uh, they corrected us and didn't let us have the things we wanted and, and whipped us and, you know, corrected us. And we didn't think that they were so good, but... Later on, we found out that it was for our good that they did the things that they did. And so, his mercy endureth. Endureth means sustaineth. I mean, it carries us through. It's capable, it's able. It has the strength and the power. And we should thank him, not only because he's good, because his mercy endureth forever, but he hath redeemed us. Those of us who are saved this morning can be grateful that it's here and through his blood we're washed and redeemed, we're saved. Through many times, though many times we've wandered from God, our souls have become hungry and thirsty and fainted. But when we have called unto the Lord, he has heard us. And in verse 6 he says, He has heard us and forgiven and brought us out. For the most part, you know what? For the most part, Americans, you and I, today are the most ungrateful people that you can think about because we take so much for granted. In the book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20 where it says, giving thanks always for all things. To give thanks is to praise him and to praise him is to thank him. You see, I was this morning and have and always like to when I get a chance to give just a personal sacrifice of thanksgiving. First of all, I thank God today for my salvation. I thank God that I was taught from the Bible the way of salvation. I found through the years a lot of folks have tried to, and they think they have salvation in many places. 
That doesn't seem biblical to me. I know some folks who will tell you that they're saved because they joined a church. Or they think that they're saved because they've been baptized. Or they think they're saved because they're doing the best they can. Or they're being faithful in church. Beloved, I believe all these things ought to follow the person who's been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. But you can do all these things and still die and go to hell. If you've not received the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart as a personal Savior, you're still unsaved. I don't care how faithful to church you've been. I don't care how many times you've been baptized. I don't care whose church you belong to. If you never received the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart as a personal Savior, you're still lost. And so I thank God for biblical salvation. I thank God for my Christian heritage, for the Christians, my mother, my father, my family. I thank God they left me a Christian heritage. I thank God for the old preachers that I've learned to love and came my way as a boy. And the Sunday school teachers that taught me uh, the things of God and taught me how to pray. And the Grove prayer meetings we used to have around the old church house. And I thank God for the Bible. Uh, you know, the Bible that I have that I can still preach from, read it, get straight for today. You know, it's not a copy, but it's God's Word, now known as the Old King James Version. A translation, translated from and compared to the 1611 King James Version, has been preached worldwide for more than four centuries as God-given, God-breathed, infallible, inerrant Word of God. Uh, now, men have said, this is the Word of God. Beside it, is there no other? I've been taught this, taught it in school and the colleges I attended, and through the years, the old preachers that's gone off the scene as great, powerful preachers, preached it, said it was the Word of God, said beside it, there was none other. I believe that, and I still believe it today. If it has been, and it has been, the Word of God, it still is the Word of God. It is not, if it's not the skeptics, they really have a reason to doubt the doubt God and doubt that there really is a true Word of God. Under its preaching, individuals, families, churches, communities, towns and cities, entire countries have been stirred, robbers have been saved, murders have been saved, liars, adulterers, Homosexuals have been saved as a result of this old King James Bible, as it's been preached in all of its power and all of its glory. It has stood the test of time and the time of testing. So unto these, uh, until there is an equal, I'm just going to stick with the old King James Bible. After all, this is what I've preached for 57 years, and I've found it worthy, and I've found it's worth living by, and so I'm coming now down to the end. And I think I'll just die by it. I want to offer a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to and for my wife of over 50 years. Then, these 50 years and even now, whatever time I've got left, I could not make it without her. And to God I give all the glory and the honor for giving her to me. I'd like to thank God publicly and sacrifice a thanks to my children. They have been a blessing to me. They still are. When I talk to them, they say certain things to me that they do. They'll never know how much it strengthens me and how grateful I am to hear them say and see them do the things that they do in honor of the Lord Jesus. I thank God for my grandchildren today. They're all saved. They serve God. 
in a public way. They give their time, their talent, their money to the glory of God. And for this, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my health. It's not, you know, my health is not the best, but it certainly is better than some I know. And it could be better, and it could, has been a lot worse. And you know what? I thank God for you. And thousands like you I've come to know and love that this is my spiritual family. And I thank God for that family that he's given me through these years. And we could, we'll go on in a moment uh, and tell you a lot of things about some things that I'm personally thankful for as we uh, get in further into the message today. Uh, we are thinking about the Thanksgiving. And uh, as I think about next to my salvation, I want to offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord for putting me into the ministry. You see, the ministry was not something that I chose for myself. It was God who chose me, and he put me in it. And I believe it's the greatest work in the world. I don't believe there's any, not just because I'm in it, but I don't believe there's any other ministry, any other work, any other position in the world that's any more important than the ministry of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am thankful for him who has uh, enabled me uh, this far uh, to count me faithful, putting me into the ministry. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12 tells me that. That is why I don't quit. He put me in the ministry, and he is going to be the one that will take me out. I would like to give praise and thanks for the me memory of a lifetime of service for the Lord. Certainly I can't do this in eight or ten minutes, but I'd just like to say this. Through the I'd like to thank God this morning for the hard times, and I've had my share of those. Certainly there are a lot of hard times that others have had that I have not had. I understand that. But I've had a lot of hard times. I've had a lot of bad times. You know, it hasn't always been good for me. And looking around and thinking of things that I have to go through today, some folks would think it's bad times. But you know what? In the hard times, the bad times, I've had a lot of good times. A lot of good times I'm, I could talk about. don't have the time to do that. But let me say this to you. Now listen to me. Of all of them, including the hard times, the bad times, and the good times, it just proved one thing to me as I look back now, because as I look back, I see the hand of God in it all. You see, the hard times come along so that I would trust Him, and the bad times come along so that I appreciate Him more. And certainly through the hard times and the bad times, it does make you appreciate and really rely, rely on God. So thank God for the good times, uh, for the bad times, the hard times, as well as the good times. For in the hard times, when a time I had no job, time I had no food, no place to live, when the doctor said, I may never be able to work and provide for my family, uh, for my wife and my baby. But you know what? God pulled me through. He was there. And I look back now, and I can really rejoice over the fact that God never left me. Never left me alone, but he was there to supply my need. When the doctor said I had only a 50% chance to live, and if I lived, I'd just abide time. I look back now, so as I did then, you see, we need to just put all we have, all our whole trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. When the Lord shows you, as he did Hezekiah, that death's shadows are glooming, and you cry out to him, and he remembers your faithfulness in the past, and extend your life as a result of your service in the past. 
surely my Lord and my God is worthy of a sacrifice because that's what he's done for me a sacrifice of thanksgiving and today thank you Lord Jesus when I think of all the thousands of miles I've traveled through the rain through the mud the cold and the snow the hot dry deserts I've traveled many miles through those deserts out yonder Arizona and New Mexico going out to the mission field uh, to the Canadian uh, to, to the uh, Navajo people to visit them to tell them about the Lord Jesus the long nights, the long roads, the crooks, the hills, the breakdowns. I see even now the hand of God was in it all to see us through. The many revivals God's allowed me to preach across this country. See the pouring out of God's spirit with hundreds of souls coming to receive Jesus as their savior. Lives changed, homes rearranged. Men, women, boys, and girls giving their lives for special service. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The many account meetings and Bible conferences I've conducted and been a part of for over 40 years. I've founded and directed the Way of the Cross camp and campground for over 20 years. And the youth camp uh, that helped uh, each summer were joys unspeakable and full of surprises. Uh, youth came from hundreds of miles around. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. For the opportunity have done that and now as i sit father sometimes not able to do things i'd like to do i go back over the great memories that we've had and through the years the christian school god allowed me to start and the hundreds of students i've stood before in the classroom and most of all the many chapel services with boys and girls giving themselves to the lord to do his will Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the privilege and opportunity for this you have allowed me to do. The churches I have pastored, some I've founded. The many fr friends I have met, and the little church I founded, which is Beulah Land, where I now pastor, where I now preach, exercise the call of God's life, uh, of God's ministry upon my life. Thank you, little church, for giving the opportunity. And the many years past and now present, I've been able to declare the greatest story ever told by way of radio, the gospel story, the old, old story, the story of Jesus and his love. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for your blessings on me. Oh, what a Savior. As the song has written, as I say to you and declare to you today, oh, what a Savior. I'd like to offer a sacrifice of thanks for the assurance that when he does take me out, he has a promise promised me a home in heaven you see when it's all done down here it's not over we talk about sometimes it'll soon be over and in a sense it will as far as our life down here it'll be over but you see uh, that, that has its good and it has its bad to be over down here means we will not no longer enjoy the fellowship of our loved ones here and the things we enjoy every day of our lives as Christians but also it'll be, it'll be over in the fact that we'll just begin to live and rejoice in the things of the Lord. You see, those of us who trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, received him as our personal Lord and Savior, you see, the greatest things is yet to come. The best is yet to come. You see, soon we'll pass from this life and soon we'll enter into another land that God's promised for us. 
John 14, verse 3 says, If I go and prepare a place for you, and I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. You see, I believe that those of us who are saved by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ have a better place waiting for us. But you know, I, I love the Lord, and I love to serve Him, and I thank Him for the privilege uh, that He's given me to preach, and as I mentioned, a few things that the Lord's allowed me to go through through these years, but all that, that just not a drop in the bucket to what God has allowed me uh, to go through. And I thank Him so much, and I, I wonder sometimes why and how He's allowed someone like me uh, to, uh, you know, to enjoy the things of God that He has allowed me to enjoy. Certainly most of you know, if you know me at all, you know I've suffered a lot through health problems, and I've had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of down settings, and I've had a lot of downtime. but you know what? In spite of it all, God's been good to this boy. I mean, he's, uh, he's loved me beyond any expectation and allowed me to reach out. Everywhere I go, I run into somebody, and this is to God's glory. I run into somebody who said, Brother Hal, you did this for me many years ago. I remember what you said. You said something. You preached a revival. Not long ago, I was away into another camp meeting somewhere, and a man walked up to me and said, Brother Hal, you don't remember me, but he said, I remember you. And you was a great blessing to me. And you preached revival in our church some 25, 6 years ago. You know what? That's a blessing to know that somehow or another God's allowed your life to touch someone else's life. And you know what? I still believe that somehow it may be on a little scale. But somehow I pray that God will let my life, my ministry still touch somebody today. That's the only reason I preach. That's the only reason I pray. That's the reason I go to church. reason I give my time, my talent, my money. I want to touch somebody. I want to reach somebody for Jesus. Somebody that doesn't know the joy of the Lord. I'd like them to come to know the joy of the Lord. I believe there's somebody in Radio Land today that really don't understand what I'm talking about. You think that living for God is a task. You think that living for God is a, is a problem. It's a heartache. It's a, it's a trouble. I want to tell you it's the right reverse, beloved. It'd be trouble for me if I didn't serve God. It'd be a task for me to keep from serving God. I can't keep from serving God. It's just in me. It's, it's a part of me. And God's done this for me. I, because of who I am, deserve nothing. I, who I am, uh, you know, I, there's no nothing, in, uh, nothing special about me. It's all the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus came into my heart as a boy, 12 years old. He put me in the ministry at the age of 13. And now soon be 59 years I've been preaching this glorious gospel. And I, God's allowed me to meet a lot of great preachers. Some of the greatest preachers that ever lived. Some of those with great fame and fortune. I've sat down with them. I've talked with them. I've preached on the same platforms they preached in. And I, to God, I give all the glory. And I thank him. I wonder if you were ready to land today without Jesus Christ. If you'd bow your head right there. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Now, if the Spirit of God knocks upon your door, you can do that. You can't just bow your head and repeat after me and get saved. You'll get nothing. But if the Holy Spirit begins to tap you on your heart and soul right now, you can bow your head and heart, ask Jesus to come in and save you, and he will. Will you do that right now in the name of Jesus? I ask that you do it. Lord Jesus, save that soul now as he calls upon you. 
And Father, I pray that you'd restore and strengthen your children. In Jesus' name I pray. And for Jesus' sake, until next week, may God bless you, is my prayer.